No matter where you are, more and more schools, universities, even community organizations are looking at ways to bring STEM and makerspace ideas right to where the kids are. On today's episode, we chat with one amazing maker who is helping to bring that maker mindset directly to schools and events in his community. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Well, welcome to this special episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. Today, we're chatting with Paul Shercliffe. He is a just a super makerspace teacher, maker ed specialist, but he is right now doing an incredible program through the Indiana University School of Education to bring makerspaces beyond just a university level to, right to where uh, you have kids. Welcome to the show today, Paul. Thanks for having me, Chris. Great to be here. And see your uh, you got that your Rubik's cube shirt on, your STEM stuff in the background. Always good to have there. Yeah, and and that's what it's all about. Trying to show kids, and, and especially what you're trying to do is show teachers even that education can happen anywhere. That maker mentality, it's not just limited by a space that you have in a school. Yeah, uh, maker spaces is, is anywhere, everywhere. It's outside. It's the hallway. It's you know, the, the most important makerspace is the one between the ears. It's it's, it's your brain yeah. uh, getting them, creating that maker mentality. And right now you're working with a van that is uh, taking makerspace making to 11 different counties in South and Central Indiana. Yeah, well, I'm out of the Indiana University Bloomington School of Education. It's kind of an outreach from there, happens to be housed here. But we wouldn't be able to do our work without major contributions from funders like Regional Opportunities Initiative and Boston Scientific. We're always looking for more companies and organizations that would like to contribute and help us gain better reach to more teachers and more students. And we've got ourselves a cargo van. We've got some tools in it, some materials in it that we can take to schools to show them how to use these materials, but really show them how to integrate them into learning experiences. You know, I try to work with teachers, you know, ahead of time to plan some learning experiences, plan some lessons that integrate Maker. And it actually doesn't have to be tools and, you know, digital kind of stuff. Hardware is always the great, you know, Maker material. I did one where we just did floating and sinking objects. So we like, we make boats out of aluminum foil, boats out of paper. Yeah. Um, Just, you know, to see why things sink and why things float. But, you know, so we can help them plan some lessons, bring some tools if they don't have the tools or augment. Like sometimes... You know, a teacher might have one 3D printer. It's kind of hard to get a class through project if you only have one 3D printer. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we can bring a couple more to help them, you know, get that going. All right. So you roll up in that van, Paul, and you you just you've got all this equipment. You've got the ideas though. You've got the confidence. You can help these educators to to start to build some of that confidence to get those kids doing something that they love doing. Yeah, we want to help them, like you said, build that confidence, build their uh, capacity as a teacher and also as a school. The idea of put yourself out of a job in a few years is that we want to build all this that they can do themselves and understand how to do it. So that's what we're, we try to do. We're going to do some teacher trainings. We've done some teacher trainings. We want to do some more. Got a teacher from actually charter school contacted me and said, I want to do more STEM in my class, but I don't know how. Yeah. It's like, all right, let's talk. Yeah. And and again, uh, if you want to connect with Paul, definitely you can uh, you can head to uh, Twitter or X at Shirky17 or paulshircliff.org. 
But there's also links in the show notes as well that you can connect directly with Paul. Find out about how to get that van to come to your school. And it's not just schools, is it? No, we're trying to hit, you know, one of our missions is to get maker-centered and STEM learning experiences to families, to kids, any way we can. So, like, uh, Bloomington's going to do a pumpkin chunkin' in October. So, we're going to be at the pumpkin chunkin' and try and have some activities there. Try and get some schools involved in the pumpkin chunkin' to see if yeah. we can get them to make make those. You know, there's, there's a children's farm festival. There's 4-H. I went down to a 4-H STEM night to have some different things out there. So, yeah, we're trying to you know, basically outreach. Our focus is schools. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody would love us. You know, for after school, everyone would love us to come. The 4-Hs, the Boys and Girls Club, the Girls Inc. It's like... Okay, yeah, we can book. We could completely book ourselves with after school, but we also, you know, our main goal is schools. Yeah, but we and trying to get some of that after school stuff. Yeah, and trying to get more teachers to realize how easy it is to to integrate some of those STEM, those maker, those hands-on activities that that build that learning and build some of those skills that that are very valuable, whether those kids are using it in future careers or just on the side, doing those things that they love, making art, making things for a friend, making a gift for someone. Yeah, I try to share on my website that I've created for this, you know, lots of resources and materials, but also putting blog posts up of, you know, acti- things I've made, things I've created, things that they can integrate in the classroom, you know, sharing like some of your resources mm-hmm. where you've got, you know, those 77 STEM things, yeah. you know, that people could do just just everyday kind of stuff. Uh, to show them, yeah, this is this is all just it, it's a mindset. It's shifting a little bit of the mindset is what you've got to do, and that's a hard thing for a lot of people to do. It is. It is. I think. I think a lot of people are, you know, educators. It doesn't matter, you know, whether they're in Indiana or wherever. They they struggle with those same things that we deal with. You know, I I need money to be able to get supplies. I need I need space to be able to do it. You know, and then that time issue, we, we've always struggled with how, how can I allot time to get the kids doing these things when I've got all these curricular mandates from my school, my district, my state, my country, and then that that confidence level, which which it just takes practice. Yeah, I remember the, one of the training sessions we just did we're talking about 3D printing and we we're talking about Tinkercad and one of the teachers was like, oh, my kids could never do this. Like, well, well, what grade are you teaching? It's like fifth grade. I said, I bet you there's at least three kids that have 3D printers at home and another dozen kids in your class, you know, who are already doing this. So so they're going to be the experts, you know, to, to help you do this. Yeah. And, and that's a powerful point for uh, a lot of teachers to remember. If you've got one kid that maybe is is just really good at sewing because, you know, their mom, their grandma, their grandpa, you know, somebody was skilled and showed them some of those skills as a kid, they might become that expert in your classroom when when you dive in and say, let's make something that's a sewing or an embroidery type project. Yeah. I love just this a saying that popped up on Twitter you know, a while ago that Everybody you meet knows some, know something that you don't know. Yeah. And we try to tell them, you know, hey, in a makerspace, in a makerspace kind of a location where you're doing things, everybody's a teacher and everybody's a learner. Yeah. Those kids know stuff. They've got skills. And if you let them just open up and let them show their skills, they will love it. I mean, I love I just we were doing something in one one class a while a couple of years ago and one kid who really doesn't didn't put himself out there was always struggling he had gotten like you know farther down on the project and like step six on the project kind of thing and uh somebody came to me talked to me about what parts of the project they were only in step four 
And he turned around and said, Hey, I can help them do the next step. That's it. (laughs) That's what we want. You know, create the confidence, not only in the teachers, uh, but in the kids. Yeah. So educators, if you're thinking, especially if you're in that South and Central Indiana area, you know, hey, this sounds great. I'd love to to find out more. Uh, connect with Paul. Definitely hop into show notes and and click on some of those links. Connect with Paul. He'd be more than happy to to work with you and find a way to to bring that that van and and bring those opportunities. That's what it really is. It's a van full of opportunities and and some confidence to uh, to those kids. But educators, if you're listening somewhere else, you know, reach out to that education school in your in your area, your state, your province, your country, and say, hey, do you have something like this? If there isn't, is there something you could do? Um, because because that ability to make things mobile is, is really helpful. So I, I know we've also chatted before. Educators, definitely check out previous couple of episodes we did with Paul, 183 and 184. So many great ideas, more ideas about what it means to uh, really think through that makerspace education aspect. But any of the last thoughts, Paul? I just hope uh, we can get people to see the value of, you know, the mindset, the culture, the STEM culture, the STEM mindset, the maker mindset, that they, those all blend together, maker and STEM. And that's really what the, the world needs, what the kids need, because, you know, what, what's a quote? You, you're never going to solve today's problems with the same thinking that, ma- that made them. And that's what we're trying to get. We're trying to get that culture of creativity, curiosity, collaboration, communication, and critical thinking. And that's what STEM and Maker um, really do. They foster all those. And, you know, we're talking about kids that were worried about their uh, social emotional health. And when I do a workshop with teachers, I start off with just here's a bunch of Maker stuff, just craft stuff, just make something. And then we say, how do you feel? And like, I feel like, yes, you feel really great because the, the, the STEM, the Maker stuff is a social emotional thing. So yeah. that helps us do that, too. Yeah, you make something, you see that thing in front of you, that whether that's digital, whether that's physical, and it's just an incredible feeling to say, that's something I made, that's something I created. And um, the more that we can do that, uh, all the better and and all the best to you, Paul, as you keep uh, bringing uh, makerspace, not just to uh, kids or in the Indiana area, but uh, really all over the world and all the great work you're doing to help educators. Really appreciate it, Paul. Thanks for having me, Chris, and I hope you have a great school year. Yeah, you too. And and again, educators, uh, connect with Paul at Shirky17 on Twitter or X and paulshirkliff.org. And of course, all those other links in the show notes as well. If you need to connect with me, head to dailystem.com. Always happy to help. And until next time, just keep on, again, helping kids find those things that allow them to, to make, to create, and to do amazing things, solve the problems in their world. <laughs>